he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We are just happy you are here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Before we get to this week's creeps, we have breaking news for you. So guys, this is Wednesday night, almost midnight for Stephanie. I'm in LA, so it's like around 8.30 for me. The podcast is already edited. Everything's done. We had to hop on and talk about this, though. It's that important. So Fatsba, good old Fatsba, he talked about us on his most recent episode of Almost Famous. And Stephanie, do you want to play the clip or do you want to elaborate further before we... No, let's play the clip so everyone can kind of understand what's going on here and why we're shooketh to our core. This is friend of the show, Ben Higgins, literally our best friend. The artist formerly known as friend of the show, Ben Higgins. (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, Biggest headline of the week is one that was sent in to us. Uh, There's a TikTok out there about Greg Grippo. Yay, I was hoping you were going to hit on this. Yeah, so she's all batch. She all batch. Uh, TikTok account. Uh, breaks down some things about Greg as he prepares to potentially, we don't have any confirmation on this, head to paradise. And then he goes into the whole fucking Greg saga. Go to last episode if you don't yeah, know what Yeah, you guys have seen about. the TikToks. Yeah. We've obviously talked about it on the episode so many times, so you know the story. She All Batch, guys. <laughs> welcome to She All Batch. It's me and Jackie. And it's just a TikTok account. No podcast yeah. associated with it. Just... No podcast that you went on. Not only did he come onto our podcast, he reached out to Stephanie to come onto the podcast because he had heard that we were talking about him a lot on the show. So he's heard of us. He like searched in his little Instagram search. She's all batched to message you to be like, hey, I heard you guys have been talking about me. Let's go. Let's get on a call together and talk about this. And then did an entire interview with us. And became best friends, then did a giveaway with his generous coffee. <laughs> we did a giveaway. And then uh, we were erased from his memory and he doesn't even know then, who Then several months later, remember he followed up via email because he's a work acquaintance. Oh. Remember he asked, it was mm-hmm. about the giveaway. He was like following up like way, oh. I, we've talked about it on the podcast. It was like months and months later. And I was like, yeah, Ben, the, the giveaway winner got... The coffee. I also reached out to him too when I was gonna go to Bachelor Live on stage because he used to be a host of it. And I I've I told you guys this when I gave my horrible review of the show that I was really trying to get some sort of like interview where I could go like as a press person and talk to Becca or something. And since he used to be the host, I had emailed him being like, Hey, do you have any sort of connection of how I could like get to Becca or the people that book this stuff. And he responded promptly and very kindly and gave me Becca's email address. She never responded to me, whatever. But he knows who I am. Like, I literally said, hey, bestie, blah, 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 blah. He knows who we are. And he's like, oh, my God, hey, here you go. Here's Becca's email address. Yeah. So so it doesn't end there, guys. I wake up this morning and I get a DM from... (laughs) Macy, she's a listener. Shout out Macy. I call her our honorary mm-hmm. creeper because she creeps and sends me so many good stories and love you, Macy. You're doing the Lord's work. So I get a message from her and she tells me, Fatspa talked about your TikTok. And I'm like, girl, what? So I'm like digging through his mm-hmm. podcast, trying to find it. Mind you, the episode title of his podcast is Get a Grippo. Now I'm like, um, okay. It's obviously about what we had to say about Greg. I finally scroll to the very end, which is when he talks about it. He says that it's the top headline of the week. 
pat ourselves on the back for that one. Also think about a time before this podcast started. Did you ever think that like a former bachelor would say, oh, the biggest headline of the week is from this no-named podcast that didn't have a network and... Not even podcast, no-named TikTok. She all batch. She, she all bash she all bash TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. And I'm listening and I have Macy that in my head that told me that he, he acknowledged us. So I'm like, oh, great. So he's going to say, oh, this one comes in from She's All Batch. Oh, I, I know She's All Batch. Oh, I went on that podcast. I know Stephanie and Jackie. Uh, like, I thought there was going mm-hmm. to be some kind of acknowledgement. And when he fumbles the name and then says it wrong, I'm like, do I need to start calling you, like, Ben Huggin? Like, it made me feel like everything... Oh, should we change his name on the podcast instead of Fotspa? I mean, he's, he's the artist formerly known as Fotspa. Like, we can't. Formally known. Yeah. So, me being Fotspa's best friend next to you, um, I knew that he would want to, if he upset me, he would want to know. Because he's really into communication and talking it out when there is some criticism or anything. Or anything, yeah. And I respect that. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of me feeling this way, why don't I just go message my bestie? So, I did. So this is what I said to the artist formerly known as Fotspa. How, what is that acronym? I don't know. It's like T-A- it's been too long a day for that Fots- right now. To Fotspa. T-A-F. T-A Fotspa. K-A. Well, no, it's Fotspa. And the art. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. The artist formerly K-A. Okay. Tafka Fotspa. Ka. Tafka Fotspa. Sure, that's it. This is ridiculous. Okay. Tafka Fotspa. Sure. Say that 10 times fast. So I write him, let's pull up the DMs. You covered my TikTok on your show. No, I don't say hello. I don't say anything. You don't say, hey, bestie. No. You state the facts. I like it. He goes, hey, three exclamation points. Wow, sounds pretty friendly. It's almost like we're friends. <laughs> it's almost like he knows who you are. He goes, that was a good TikTok. Anything behind it, you think? I'm not here to talk about the whereabouts of Greg Grippo, <laughs> Ben. Right. We have bigger fish to fry. So I go... Totally. I was surprised you called me she's all batch like you didn't... No, I was surprised you called me she all batch like you didn't know me. I thought we were besties. I'm literally saying this. I have no fucking shame. I, like, love that you flat out said this to him. Just, like, truly n- no What the fuck given. do I have You're to expressing lose? yourself to your friend. Seriously. No, for sure. Then I double down and I go, we literally call you Fotspa, friend of the show Ben Higgins. I wanted him to know that, like... There's like a reputation here and there are people that listen to his podcast and when they hear him act like he doesn't know us, it looks silly. The The story doesn't add up. Right. That's true. So he goes, ha ha ha. I was just reading from the headline. I didn't pick up on it because I'm high on flu meds. Not a good excuse, but this flu is crushing me. Now, I, I felt relief in this moment because I was like, okay, he had a reason. If he just didn't respond at this point, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I've literally fucking created this character on the show that is not real. He does not like us. And this is embarrassing. So I felt like, oh, okay. Like I feel bad. He's sick. Um, you know, at least he had a reason. So I write, oh no. Well, feel better. Triple down. I say, I'll let this slide since you're sick. But for a minute I was shook. And then I made like a silly emoji. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm sorry, three exclamation points. Okay, now he's really apologetic. Okay, so now we have a reconciliation. Now we've confronted our friend, we talked out our yeah. issues, and now we're back to besties. He goes, it was good reporting, two exclamation points. I go, 
ha ha ha, all good, you can still be our FOTSPA. Then I write, once you're better, then you'll have to come back on the show. Scene, 11 hours ago, no reply. Now, I don't know if maybe he took some NyQuil because he has the flu and he's been sleeping for the past 11 hours, but I was a little shook that I didn't get a response back. To his defense, though, I do feel like the conversation was concluded. Um, once you're better, you'll have to come back. The answer is, yes, Stephanie, when would you like me to come back? Let's put it on the calendar. <laughs> right. I'm at your beck and call. I will always come on this podcast whenever you want. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Well, maybe tomorrow. Maybe he's been sleeping for 11 That's hours. That's what I'm saying. He's in a deep hibernation slumber. Yeah, the flu can really knock you out. So much so he was so confused about what he was talking about. I mean, I get that. If you feel like sick and then he has to do this podcast he's just trying to get through it the man needs his sleep his beauty sleep a few questions why were you recording a podcast when you were that sick and were you snorting cough syrup that you were high from it i don't get probably i haven't gotten high from like robitussin but apparently you can right i guess to be fair we don't know what meds he's on and what the extent of the flu is but i would agree no one has ever said to me before I was high on flu meds. Right. But, you know, it could happen. It's possible. I was talking to my husband about this before I explained the whole thing. He's like, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. He, like, fumbled on the name, whatever. He doesn't see it, whatever. And I'm like, you don't understand. We've made this into this huge thing. Everyone knows Fats, but he is the original Fats. All of our listeners are Fats, and he is the original. He is, like, our, like, the person at the top of the pyramid. Like, he is the Maddie on the top of the pyramid in Dance Moms. And now, at the top of the pyramid, Maddie. And I feel completely betrayed. And he brought up this scene from Mean Girls. Now, I'm gonna just play the scene and you can tell me who's who. You dirty little liar. I'm sorry, I can explain. Explain how you forgot to invite us to your party? Janice, I cannot stop this car, I have a curfew. You know I couldn't invite you, I had to pretend to be plastic. (laughs) Buddy, you're not pretending anymore, you're plastic. Cold, shiny, hard plastic. Curfew, 1 a.m. and it's now 1.10. Curfew, 1 a.m. and it's now one I'm Damien. You can be Janice. The way I gasped so many times throughout that dialogue because it just connects so deeply to the situation, I thought what you were going to pull up is who has personally been victimized by Regina George. And we're the ones oh. raising our hands, personally yeah. victimized by Fox. No, but I just picture you and me pulling up in a car, like, outside of Ben's, like, work. And we're like, <laughs> you dirty little liar. liar. And he's like, I had to pretend to be famous. I couldn't tell Ashley either. That I knew you. Wait, that's exactly what it is. That's what it felt like. Like he we are just some measly mm-hmm. little pod, and even though he is our best friend, he had to, in front of Ashley, act cool, even though we were literally yeah. road tripping to her fucking coffee shop. Like I know. Like he should let her know that because the thoughts will show up at Audrey's and no one is gonna be prepared. Wait, who should let who? What? <laughs> ben should let but Ashley we didn't know. Tell I tried it. to email Jared and he will not Wait, respond to me. But Ben should let Ashley know? Yeah, they're friends. They but we didn't tell Ben. On the podcast. I know, but I'm saying we should. Oh, oh, That's a way to like communicate Like if we were to, to speak them. to Ben, we don't speak to Ben anymore. He's the artist formerly known <laughs> as Fotspot. <laughs> no, we, we, we reconciled. Oh. We're best. He said he's sorry. We have to accept the apology. If someone says they're sorry and admits their wrongdoing, I think we need to accept. I accept on. the apology. I'm still going to put it out there. Tafta Fatsba. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, that's too long an acronym. We can't Tafta Fatsba. Um, we just have to keep Fatsba. Fatsba rolls off the tongue. If we add more letters to the acronym, 
Yeah, but is he friend of the show? Is what I want to know. Would you? Would a friend of the show not know your name? No, that's true. A friend is supposed to pick you up when you fall down, not mispronounce your name. You're right. I know. I feel like this is the, right, well, this he's... is like the end of the like the episode of Full House <laughs> when you like come to like a realization. Right. It's like playing the little music. Jackie, friends come and go, but family is forever. But she all back. <laughs> forever yes. all right so should we get into let's the rest just of the get creeps? into the rest of the creeps moving <laughs> the fuck on love you ben if you're listening because i'm sure someone's going to send you this this is all in fun we love you all right guys let's creep so our favorite stars are on their way to paradise jesse palmer has confirmed he took a selfie with a mask on a plane and he said he's headed to paradise so now we have to buckle down and figure out who actually is going yes Let's break down who we know is going, who we think is going, and get into all that. So, first things first, which I think is the most interesting, is actually Peter Weber. So, if he goes, that will be the interesting thing. Because I take such issue when, like, Paradise is essentially Clayton and Katie and Michelle's season part two. You know, it's great. There's a lot of good people there, but, like... I want to see, like, the I like diamonds when it's in the mix, rough. And I yeah. like when they bring people back from older seasons, some throwbacks. Also, too, I think it was such a big deal when Becca went on as, like, the first ever lead to go back then to go be a contestant on Paradise. So I think it's just, like... Do you mean boobs? Yeah, I mean boobs. Tommy's fiancé boobs? Yes, I do mean boobs. How did you know? No, I, I mean, that's who Becca is. I'm just making sure that I was thinking of the right person. Boops, beeps, bops. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I just think it's like an interesting precedent. Like now that she's kind of opened that door, we could get so many former leads. Like Peter Weber going on would be great to really like solidify that precedent. Then like Hannah Brown's on the table. Well, she's not. She's going to get married. Ugh, we don't know. But yeah, we don't I hear, know I hear that. what you're saying. We don't know that. I, I, get, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So Peter is on the docket, mm-hmm. if you will. He went on Blake's podcast, Behind the Rose, and Blake was basically selling paradise to him. If Peter goes on, he's going on for like pure intentions, like this little sweet pilot heart of his. Aww. He's like basically, you know, on the show, you get like 10 minutes with people. Like I really like the aspect of paradise that I would get a lot of time with someone. He's a romantic at, at heart. I really do believe that. So Blake was selling that to him and basically saying, if you're looking for someone, Paradise is actually a place to go. And then Peter dropped some hints that he may be going. So this is what he said. With this, though, I actually have vacation. I kind of, you know, saw the potential for this. So, you know, months ago when you bid for vacation, you do it once every year. Um, I had two weeks. I was able to to bid for vacation in June. So I have the time off in June. So that's not the Mm. issue. Um, And uh, yeah, so to answer your question, that's that's not the problem this time. I won't have to be doing like... Any gotcha. Tricks or anything, but yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, if if you do decide to go down there, man, we'll be rooting for you. Interesting to request time off for June when you don't even have like some other vacation planned or something. You know what I mean? You're not going to request the time off and waste those days, right? If you're not going, that's, right? That's and I mean, he has the unlimited PTO. Well, not unlimited PTO like Greg. Not unlimited. He does actually have a job as a pilot. Also, two weeks. So it's like. Paradise is three weeks, I'm pretty sure. So you're either going to have to not make it to the end or come a week late. Yeah. But I don't think for Peter, I don't think Peter would be original cast. No. In the same way, like they brought in Becca halfway through for people to be like, whoa, 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 the Bachelorette's here. I think it'll be the Mm -hmm. same for Peter, but also I can't imagine people having that same kind of 
response of being like, whoa, 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 Peter, no, the you know Bachelor what it's gonna be because is here. I think Victoria Fuller is for sure going. And I think she's... That's going to be wild. It's going to be Peter walks down the stairs and it's going to zoom in on Victoria and she's going to look over her shoulders and like roll her eyes. And then that's going to be the promo. Guys, I should just work on this show. You really should. It's insane. She's on my list of people that are going. Mm-hmm. I went to her Instagram. It is bare the last few days. So she's definitely someone I see as original cast. And she's someone that I see as a diamond in the rough type person as opposed to a Genevieve who is for sure going, who also hasn't posted in, like, literally two weeks. But she's predictable. The Genevieve's, the Andrews, the Teddies, like, we all know they're going, but they're not shocked. Like, Victoria Fuller is going to be a nice, juicy shock value, well, which I'm excited for. Well, it's a fresh air, too. We haven't seen her in a while. I like when they do stuff like that. I think that will be Me nice. Me, too. Right. Um, so, other people that we're up in the air about. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go into our Greggy? Or do you want to talk about the others? I don't know. I don't even know what order I should go into. But, yeah. Okay. Our Greggy. So, since last week, when Jackie and I were the greatest detectives in America, mm-hmm. we unfolded that Greg has been for sure seeing Claymonts. But since then, you guys have submitted so many messages that further prove that we are right, which we knew. But from everything, from like zooming in on her stories in a car and then showing that it's Greg's car because of the handle is the same color. And uh, she took a picture in a kitchen and the kitchen floor matched the kitchen floor in Greg's photo. Yeah, that was photo. a good one and that you sent me. It's definitely helpful that Claymont's fucking lives on Instagram. Like, she eats, sleeps, and breathes for her Instagram sure. stories. Yeah. <laughs> the saddest thing is, like, if they were trying to be sneaky, she could not even not post for, like, the long weekend that she was in New York. Yeah, no, she needs, like, an intervention. <laughs> like, she feels like the type of person that, like, brings her phone into the shower with her. Oh, 100%. With, like, a shower guard. You know, oh, for like sure. She wraps it in plastic because, God forbid, like, she gets a notification. No, she's absolutely doing that, for sure. I think the thing where we stand with Greg now is there's one of two things. Clemence and Greg unfollowed each other, yet they're still hanging out. So there's two options here. They're trying to hide the relationship to be sneaky because Greg is going to paradise. Or Greg's not going to paradise and maybe they just, like, I don't know, got in a fight or something and then unfollowed and then didn't really think to follow back. And I think none of this makes sense, though. This isn't adding up. Yeah, I will say Clemence now is back in New York. So she is no longer spending time with Greggy in Spring Lake. So Greggy can drive up to the airport and head over to Mexico. Because it would be weird if, like, now that we know people are heading to the beach, that she was still in Spring Lake. It's like, all right, well, she's not going to stay there. Right. Then that would have been a no. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, I did notice. So she went back to New York. She was like, drinking wine with a friend. Mm -hmm. I clicked on her friend's profile and her friend follows Greg. So they're... You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. The million dollar question is why did they unfollow? Yeah. And I I think we are right in the sense that either he was going to go to paradise and we ruined it for him (laughs) or he's still going. Because even on TikTok, so these are the few messages I got on TikTok. I made a few different videos follow She's All Batch on TikTok. Um, Just a few videos about this whole Greg saga. Someone writes, Greg Rippo spotted at Parker House in Seagirt, New Jersey, with his model girlfriend. Another person writes, they ate dinner together at my restaurant down here. Seems like all was well. Another person writes, I can confirm I saw them outside Barre last weekend. They checked out the long line and walked away 10 feet behind me. So Greg's not going to wait on the line. He's like, you guys don't know me. I was third on The Bachelorette. I'm not <laughs> fucking waiting on the line. I am. 
All of those places though are not places you would go if you're trying to be sneaky. That's what's confusing to me because they would be like, remember Andrew's like, I don't want to slide into Teddy's DMs. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I can't breathe near a girl. Like why would Greg be going where he can easily be photographed? Right. If he was hiding her. And it's one thing to find, like, I'm from New Jersey, and those places, Parker House and Bar A, are very popular, like, Jersey Shore spots. So it's one thing to see them, like, in a sketchy little restaurant in a hole in the corner, and they're, like, you know, just hanging out. But to go to a place <laughs> where, like, like, Bar A, sometimes that line is crazy. There's, like, literally hundreds of people in line. To walk past that together, you're not trying to hide anything. Unless he goes to paradise with the, the storyline I was seeing a girl. It didn't work out. He could. He could True. totally you're fucking right, turn this around right. and say, like, oh, yeah, we had the same understanding that we were just going to be dating for a few more weeks, and then I was going to paradise. She knows I'm going. Right. Like, which I don't buy, though. Like, I I think they are together. So I think whatever story he sells is going to be bullshit so he can go to paradise. He's not yes. going to be able to be away from Andrew that long. Like, he's going to get hives. <laughs> I know. That's all. He's going to get a rash. The true love story out of all of this is Andrew and Greg. Yeah. So do we think he's he's on my list? Do we think he's going to paradise? I'm now up in the air because the amount of clues that came out about Greg and Clemence, and you guys are like next level creeping and I love it. But now it's shaking me. I don't know if he's going to paradise anymore. I don't know either. I really am split down the middle 50-50 chance. I think by next week we'll have a better understanding because now if they're supposed to be in paradise, we'll see on his social media. That he's not posting anything. If he's posting or, you know, what, where he is. Yeah, okay. So we'll keep tabs on this little guy, our Greggy. Another person that we've kind of tossed in the air is Blake Moynes. I think he's going to paradise. He has like joked about it. And I have a little extra tea. So we want to get Blake Moynes on this podcast desperately. You guys know I love him. I actually reached out to his publicist who is such a sweetheart. I love her. And I asked her if he was available. And she said that he is going to be traveling for the next month, which I thought was really ironic timing. He is in the Bahamas right now with some people from The Bachelor. So he could just be traveling not paradise but, yeah, but it that's just like seemed... on the way to paradise you know what i mean especially if he's with yeah. people from the bachelor you're gonna go to the bahamas and you're not gonna pop by mexico real quick and who travels for a month straight i mean i guess like that unlimited pto influencer that's life true. whatever but i do think it's very fishy timing the fact that she was so responsive and so excited she's like oh yeah definitely blake for sure Ooh, he's gonna be away for a little bit yeah and Blake's another one. Yeah. I would be so pumped if he goes. For he sure. should go. He needs to meet someone. And I love, I just love that sweet little face. And now he has a shaved head. He's like a new man. Yes. Very new man. Doesn't look like Madagascar. I was, I was going to say, but still a little bit the lion from Madagascar. Sure. I need to like watch that movie again to find some phrases that the lion, I don't like, do you remember the lion? I just know what he looks like. Yeah. No, I didn't watch the movie. You've never seen the movie? I, I think I saw it no. once. You should show your son a nice little bonding moment. Yeah. I'll put it on my list. Okay. Other people. So Justin, we actually have a bachelor encounter about him later in this episode. Apparently someone overheard him saying that he's going. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about it more later. You guys will hear the encounter and we'll like kind of break it down, but he's going. Fast forward to the encounter section if you 
are absolutely dying to know more immediately. But don't, because we have much more to go here too. Yeah, this is an amazing segment. Don't skip it. Remember the pizza guy from Michelle's season? His name's Peter. Yes, I do. He, he owns a pizza. He I owns vaguely, a pizza shop. I remember pizza. I remember an alliteration. So yeah, that checks out. So he follows She's All Batch. He knows that we have the tea about Greg mm-hmm. because that story floated everywhere last week. And he DM'd me on Instagram and he goes, what's the Bachelor in Paradise tea that you have? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, look at my page. You can see it. And I basically said that. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I don't have any other That's information other than... old move to just, like, message someone that. But anyway, continue. Well, we, we follow each other. No, um, I know. But still, like, why is he assuming you have all this tea? Because I do. I know, but, like, Ugh. as if we're going to tell him. I don't know. So I go, are you going to Paradise? And he said, maybe. So I'm like, okay, so you're going. Right. And then I asked who he had his eye on. And he said Cassidy. Very interesting pairing. I feel like I could be down for that. I could be down for that, and I could also see them purposely doing something. For Because sure. they both were kind of like the misfits mm-hmm. of their seasons, and those people tend to want to team up. Yeah, I could see that for sure. All right, well, interesting. Last one, I would love to see Dale on the beach. I think that would be very interesting, but we're pretty sure he's not going because he is seeing someone. He was confirmed with... Who, a model person? It's like an interior designer that people apparently know. I have no clue who this person is. Her name is Alex. We'll get her name just so you guys know. A famous interior designer. Gailey Alex. You know, that famous interior designer. Yeah, of course, because all interior (laughs) designers are so famous. (laughs) Last time I redid my living room, I actually, I hired Gailey Alex and she redid it. Perfect. So he's dating her, so we won't see him on the beach, which is so annoying because I was like, that's another one I would have loved to see, but you know what, Dale? I think his time will come, though. Like, I, no offense, Gailey, Alex, or whatever, <laughs> but I don't think that's a forever romance. I think it's just a fling. And eventually, like, he's going to be like a Victoria Fuller situation where, like, a few years down the line, he's going to pop back and we're going to be like, oh, this is interesting, but I love it. We wish Gailey, Alex, the best. For sure, but yeah. We hope more that we see Dale in Paradise next summer. Next summer's his summer, I think. That's after all the hype of game love ma- what is it? Love set? No. Game love ma- <laughs> love. love game match. Love game match. That's what it's called. Critically acclaimed rom-com. Yes, and his award-winning performance in it will really like He probably just needed someone to walk the carpet of game love match set. Birdie, what, like, what is it? <laughs> Love game match. That's what it's called. Love game match. Yeah, he needed someone to walk the carpet with him. So he's like, I know what I need. A famous interior designer. Exactly. Alex. Everyone needs a famous interior designer to really Seriously. like get their cred up. Right. So that's good. I'm happy for him. So we'll see who's all on the beach. Like I said, there's a lot of expected people. So I'm not even going to get into the Genevieve's and the Shanae's and the Andrews. Like those are expected and I'm kind of already bored about it. I just think this is a very important week to be looking at people's socials. Like and who is posting and who is not posting because that's really going to tell us what's going on. And keep in mind like right now in real time, some of these people are in like bachelor prison. Remember when yeah. Jillian's like, I, they flew me to paradise and she was a day one and they flew her to paradise. She's like, I was in a hotel room for 10 days. That's She's so like, I was, I just like ordered room service. That gives service. me like anxiety thinking of like how claustrophobic I would feel. And that's not for COVID. That was way before any sort of quarantine needed to happen. That's just cause just to really fuck with your mind a little bit, get you in like this Stockholm syndrome mental yep. space pretty much. 
Keep in mind, too, there are people that they bring down, lock them up in hotel rooms, and then they don't use them. There's plenty of people that they're like, you know what? That's so wild to me. I would be so mad. There was someone, I can't remember who it was specifically, but they brought someone down to Paradise two separate seasons. The first season, they're like, oh, you know, it's not not the right time for you. Like, we're going to send you back, whatever. They brought her back another summer and did it again. Like, could you imagine, like, no. getting your hopes up two separate times, packing your bags, taking off of work, Doing sitting all, in a fucking all the hotel? Prep. Like, you know, they're all getting spray tans. They're all getting their lashes done. Like, there's so much to do. Getting all the outfits together. No. Oh, my God. Working out, getting in the best shape of your life. There's just so much prep for something like that to sit in a hotel room and then get sent back home. No, fuck that. When we talked to Ivan a few weeks ago, that girl, Alexa, who was his first pick, who... Um, he ended up like sneaking out to meet up with. She never got on the fucking beach. We never saw Alexa's face the whole time. Despite the fact that they knew that Ivan liked her the most. Like she was his first pick and they never brought her down. Evil. Evil. Truly evil. Truly evil. Susie and Clayton. I'm kind of like, I love them. I think they're both so adorably weird and they're, mm-hmm. they've both been doing like a ton of TikToks. Clayton puts up with all of Susie's like little skits and it's really sweet. But one that stood out, so they have officially moved in together, and one TikTok, the caption is moving in together and realizing we barely know each other, and then it cuts to them, like, dancing weird, and it says, but finding out we are equally as weird. So great. I'm so happy you guys are equally as weird. That's great. But can we please focus on moving in together and realizing we barely know each other? And this is now months after the show. It's almost like this process doesn't work. Jackie, what are you talking about? This process doesn't work. It's almost like they're really just making a TV show and it's not about finding a genuine love connection. Isn't that almost wild? It's almost like that. It's not fully, but almost. I mean, if this show didn't produce love stories, then there wouldn't be such thing as Boops and Tommy. And there is such thing as Boops and Tommy. (laughs) Boops and Tommy forever. They, they make me believe in love. And now Clayton and Susie make me believe in love. But it, I think it must be crazy. Can you imagine, like, moving in with someone and you're like, fuck. No. That's <laughs> no. It. Like, especially, like, Clayton moved all the way across the country to, like, live with Susie. And it's good. It seems to be working out. They do seem happy. But could you imagine had it not? Like, they, well, they finally yes, I can, get to know each Because it's literally other. everyone else from the show. It doesn't work out for, mo- like, 95% I know, but, but of some, the people. Most of them don't even get to the point of actually... Moving in together because they Mm -hmm. they leave paradise or wherever it is and are like oh wait we live in totally different states and have totally different lifestyles and we both have jobs based in our like areas that we live in how is this gonna work which is weird to me that no one thinks this through or like talks about that beforehand I know people do the ones that are successful probably do I just think it's funny that she like actually admitted we barely knew each other they didn't they probably spent what have people said to us in interviews that they spend like 72 hours not even probably with like if you're the final person how much time do you think you spend with the lead I think 72 hours is the total yeah over the course of three months right yeah, I would agree. So, That's probably correct. And she didn't even get that on the show because she was sent home. Yeah, like she didn't have fantasy sweet time, did she? No. All she knew was that he loved her the most but had sex with everyone else. And then they moved in together? It's a craziness, but I'm glad that they're happy. <laughs> I see them actually lasting given they're not engaged. They actually took the time to get to know each other yeah. now. I mean, they're doing all these weird dances together. They, they clearly know each other. 
Well, and there's no, there was no side sort of like outside pressure when the show ended for them to like mm-hmm. get back together. Like they really are back together because they like each other and they want to be as opposed to I think sometimes people get off the show and they're engaged and there is a little bit of pressure to at least like even if you know it's immediately not working to ride this out for six months or so because you look foolish if you don't. And they already survived an imposter scandal. (laughs) The scandal. Their foundation is rock solid. I mean, for real. Like think about what they've been through. I actually feel like they have what it takes to last compared to Others that For sure. haven't gone through triumphs and tribulations. Well, I think before they got back together, they had to really sit down and have some real conversations, which is hard to do. And I don't think everyone really does that. And they went through a TikTok scandal during their relationship. Yeah. Like a cheating TikTok imposter scandal. Crazy. What a wild time. Did you see it recently um, Susie posted a TikTok where it's like, they clearly yes. like were together and it's like, guys, let me know. Is Clayton on my flight? And she's just like taking creepy videos yeah. of him from a little bit farther away. See, they're, yeah. they're very cute together. They're, they're cute. I like it. I'm happy they're weird together. I support it. Yeah. Moving on. There's a new reality show coming out and it was just announced. It's called MTV's all-star shore and blake horseman is going to be on it and so is giannina from love is blind and basically the whole internet has been rumoring that they are dating and it's gotten to the point now that i really don't think they're hiding it and the things that they posted in the past week or so are just like pretty i don't know it's just like it's i don't know if the right what the right word is because it's just if they were told by some legal person you guys can't post together they are like (laughs) borderline blatantly disregarding it and i just think it's funny i think they know though that on the show you're gonna see their relationship unfold so now that the show is it's not out yet but the cast list is out so they're like we don't have much to hide anymore because in a matter of a few weeks you're gonna see that they're probably likely going to get together Yes. On the show. They just need to wait for it to be shown on TV for them to confirm. Okay, guys. Hi. Jackie from the future here while I'm editing this. So I just want to point out that after we recorded this story, there was a picture of Blake and Giannina holding hands and they were spotted at Craig's in LA of all places. And so I just think it's kind of funny because throughout this whole segment, we're basically just talking about, oh, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. And then like they literally go to Craig's, which if any of you guys live in the LA area or know, Craig's like is the place you go if you want to be photographed. So the fact that they went there together holding hands, I think cat's out of the bag and they're allowed to be a public couple now that the show is announced. Not really sure, but um, that yeah, that was just an added detail to the saga of their relationship that came out after we recorded this, so I wanted to include it. Also too, later on in the episode, Stephanie interviews Elise, who is roommates with Blake in Colorado, and she does ask Elise about the situation and you know if she can speak to whether Blake and Giannina are officially dating, so stay tuned for that later in the episode. Maybe it's more lax now because the show has been announced, the cast has been announced, and they kind of want to stir up more of this because now I'm more excited to kind of see how the relationship came to be. Like, I might have to watch the show now. Right, I will watch as well. And we'll go ahead. We could say this part. So when we had Blake on the podcast, he told us off camera that the reason why he couldn't talk about whether or not he is dating Giannina is because they are going to be on a TV show together. He didn't tell us what show. We didn't know when it was coming out. But I would get DMs from people and they're like, why aren't you covering Blake and Giannina? And I'm like, guys, (laughs) 
Because we have inside knowledge that we can't talk about. But now we can talk about it. The show's out, yeah. or coming out at least. And people have been doing the Lord's work creeping for months. Like, piecing yeah. together, like, Blake's bathroom with a, a selfie that Giannina took with the same, like, cabinets in the bathroom. So the info is out there. But in the past few days, so first up, so when Blake posted on his Instagram that he's going to be on this show, Giannina posted a winky emoji. And Blake responded to that comment being like, that emoji with like the little they can't side see that smile. they can't see what <laughs> you're know, doing i know but i can't describe your face Jackie. it's like this a little me. side eye smirk emoji okay a little side eye smirk emoji got it don't you just love the world we live in where it's like you like act out emojis and you're like oh yeah no it's this emoji and everyone sure. like knows what you mean. Anyway. Also too, so two other things. So Giannina posted that she was at Nobu Malibu and she was kissing, literally kissing, an unnamed person with a black t-shirt on and gray pants. Then on Blake's Insta feed, he posted in a black t-shirt and gray pants, tagged Nobu Malibu. Yeah. They're not really doing much to hide this. I think it's just... And last one, Giannina posted on her story a picture with Blake Moines with the caption... The Blake I'm allowed to post. I saw that. I thought that was cute. Yeah. So, I mean, they seem very happy. I'm really excited to see how the love story kind of pans out. But yeah, also something that's a notable creep. Blake commented on, or he responded to someone's comment on the post about this new show. And he said, lots of laugh cry emojis. I can't act those out because I don't have any tears. This show is the opposite of The Bachelor and I loved it. Laugh cry emoji. And it's probably because he had like a much better positive experience so that's why he likely is dating Giannina. I can't, I don't know. Or they just kissed at Nobu. Or they just kissed at Nobu and went to Italy together and spend like every (laughs) single day together. And we're in the same bathroom together and Right, yeah. It could just be a coincidence. Total just like Greg and Claymont's, like they're probably not really dating either. They just right. spend Clemence every week moment. Claymont's just hanging out in Spring Lake in a house that has the exact same floor as Greg's parents' yeah. beach house. Floor. There are people, <laughs> there are people that have written me and they're like, maybe she's just hanging out in Spring Lake. And I'm like, okay, look, look. Sure, I think I've done my job. Be, but... I think I've done my job. I feel like the attorney, like Johnny Depp's attorney, I've done my job at proving my case. And if you're not going to take all of this cold, hard evidence as facts, that's on you. That is on I you. I can't change your mind. No. But I do need to make the jury all agree so they're all, um, what is it, you know? I don't know what you're trying to say. Well, like, the, what's the, the word? <laughs> the jury all the jury, agrees they come to a verdict? Like a, Yes. Okay. Yeah, they all, have to, they all have to say the same thing. You can't have a some consensus. people. In, a consensus. Yes. Some people in the jury can't be like, oh, no, right. Giannina's not dating Blake. No. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I how, think we. I think that's only in murder trials, though, where everyone has to agree on the jury. Speaking of murder trials, okay. <laughs> I'm like, where is this going? Because like Bachelor two murder trials. Okay. Greg better watch his ass and not fucking murder anyone or commit any crimes because the level of creeping that we and all of our listeners have done, like he can't do anything. He would. We would catch him in a second. We would be like, oh, like his fingerprints are on that glass. Oh no, that's his semen. Oh, that's Greg's blood. Like I feel like we know. Like, okay, now this is a sex crime and a murder. Yeah, okay. no, I feel like that's Greg's pubic hair. I feel like we can identify anything at this point. He better watch his ass. For sure. Especially if he used Clemence as like an accomplice or something. Because she would post it all on fucking Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, hold on. So he would be with Clemence. There would be like a dead body in the background. And Clemence <laughs> and would take a selfie. Fucking selfies. Yeah. And Swipe then the- up. Use my code for 10% <laughs> Clemence. Clem20 for 20% off this body bag. 
And we're like, Clem, who's that? What's that corpse in the background? <laughs> um, yeah, he's got to pry that phone away from her. It is a bit. Well, that's why I'm like, are they not even trying to be sneaky? And we're just. But let's excited. compare Clem and Greg to, to Blake and Giannina. Right. Equally not trying to be sneaky in the way that like they're posting things that, where they are in the same place. So you can put two and two together. But they follow each other. And Giannina being like the Blake I'm allowed to post, she's poking fun at the fact that she can't post with Blake. But she'll kiss him from behind and show yeah. him, and they're tagged in the same places. Whereas Claymont's like, you guys have sent me, I don't know who looked into this, but someone found like Greg's family members. They were singing happy birthday to him oh on the beach. God. And you see Claymont's in the background. Oh and then God. she wore a blue sweater in one of her stories, and then the blue sweater is on the beach chair when they're singing happy birthday. It's like at this point, you have so much evidence. Why not just be in the in the shot, Claymont's? Like why Right. Or at the very least follow each other and like each other's shit again. Because the whole right, time just, Blake and Giannina were following each other and like they would like each other's posts. Yeah. I'm just like, do you think that we see all of this evidence and then we're like, oh, but they don't follow each other. So there's probably nothing. Like, no, there's right. obviously something here. I just can't wait to see what happens in the weeks to come. If Greg just does a total ghost town on his Instagram, then he is for sure in paradise. And yeah. I cannot wait to hear what his story is if he goes. If he doesn't go, then I'm going to be, it's going to be a, a big fat letdown. It's going to be very down. embarrassing for us personally because we've invested so much time in breaking down this story. Embarrassing though, I think we would be the reason why he doesn't go. I think he would have gone, and then and she's that like, Fuck, we blew she's all up the spot. Me, I can't go now. Maybe. Yeah, he doesn't know who he's messing with. So true. Like I said, don't murder anyone, Greg, because we're gonna fucking get you in a second. I know. We'll fly to Mexico ourselves and tell Jesse Palmer what's going on. You <laughs> Your face. To? You're like, wait, but business trip. I mean, <laughs> we could expense it. We on well, we could expense it and. The place they film, that's like a public place, right? Like, I feel like people have gone to that place before. I don't know where it is. You see, here we do. Playa Escondida, is that what it is? Something like that. But I think it's like, it's a former, like, yoga retreat, whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll stay at the hotel where they're keeping everyone locked up because you know it's not far from where they're actually filming and then we'll just Uber. But they're locked up, how are we gonna get in there? No, I'm just saying we'll stay there because we can't like stay <laughs> at the beach ourselves. But we know that that place is close enough that it's driving distance to where they're filming. So we'll just stay at the actual hotel, drive to the filming location, okay. fuck shit up, but then drive back to our hotel and have a nice air conditioned sleep. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not sleeping <laughs> with, like, monkeys. Yeah. Um, you should knock on Greg's hotel room because you do a really good French accent. And you could be like, it's me, Clémence. And then, he, and then he's going to open the door it's and me, be like... It's me, Clémence. Je m'appelle Clémence. Yeah. Bonjour. Okay. He's not even going to know what hit him. Yeah. Just take out your phone and, like, document it the whole time. Like, film him. He'll be like, hey, Clem, come in. Uh, what a vlog. That would be the ultimate vlog. Seriously. All right, well, All right. We'll put a pin in that. Maybe circle back. Maybe we'll be flying to Mexico. Maybe no. Tomorrow. We will definitely. We will definitely have updates tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. No. We will definitely have updates next week from Mexico. Just kidding. This episode is sponsored by Everlywell. So we've told you guys about Everlywell before. Basically what it is, is it's an at-home lab test that you can do in the comfort of your own home. And they have all different kinds of tests that give you all these different results that can tell you more about what is going on in your body. And it's so cool and so helpful. 
and I cannot say enough good things about it. Yeah, I'm so excited that we're partnering up with them. They have over 30 at-home lab tests, and those include women's health tests, food sensitivity tests. I definitely want to try that to see if there's any specific foods that I'm sensitive to. They also have high-quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health, and you can choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3, omega-3 fish oil, which is amazing because even though it's summer now, you know I'm still not getting enough vitamin D. I know. I feel like every single time I go to the doctor, they tell me I'm vitamin D deficient. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I should take vitamins or something because like, what do you want me to do? But so basically I did the metabolism test recently and it was so easy. Basically how it works is so Everlywell ships you the product straight to you with everything you need all in one package. So you do a simple and easy sample collection in the comfort of your own home. And then you use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. And then in a few days, you get your physician reviewed results sent to your phone or computer. And so then once you have those results, you can share them with your primary care physician and they can help guide you with next steps now that you have the information that you were looking for. And if you ordered vitamins and supplements, you can start adding those into your daily routine right away. So it's so easy and over a million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals and you should too. And it's so cool to just see what's going on with your metabolism. Like I know everyone has Mm -hmm. a fitness journey and you may not even know that like something is wrong with your metabolism. You need to adjust something. And I just think it's so cool that Everly Well gives you that inside look. And for listeners of She's All Batch, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test of their choosing at everlywell.com slash she's all batch. That's everlywell.com slash she's all batch for 20% off your next at-home lab test. E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com slash she's all batch. We're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. You guys know that's when you submit your stories of Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read it on air. So this girl writes, Hey, girlies, I have a secondhand Bachelor Encounter you might want to hear about. My friend lives in Baltimore and was at the gym and just saw Justin from Katie Season. She overheard him talking to other people about the fact that he's going to paradise this season. And that's it. So we have confirmation that Justin is going. Not surprising. Not surprising, but it's good to have the confirmation because you never know. Yeah. Who would you see him like getting with. I don't know. I sometimes forget that Justin was on Katie's season, unfortunately. I know. Justice no offense, Justin, Justin, seriously. But like he was, like he came in third place and yeah, I, if you. No, he didn't. Second. I guess. Second. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Technically right. Yeah. Cause Greg left. Then it was. Okay. Even worse. He was in second place. And I'm like, who are you again? Yeah. He, he really got the shitty end of the stick. But hopefully he finds some love in paradise yeah. and they don't do him dirty. I can see producers knowing that, like, he's a finalist, but he wasn't that popular, I guess. It was just, like, a weird season where, like, unfortunately, like, his storyline was overshadowed by other By things. Greg yeah. and Michael A. and, yeah, yeah. everything else. But, like, I wonder if, like, he won't be as important, so they may not give him much, you know? Because they control, like, when you come out, Yeah. they control everything. So I could, I don't know. I could just see them playing dirty with him. So hopefully they don't, because it would be nice for him to get justice. For sure. I could also see him being, like, someone who does come on in the beginning, but, like, they don't draw too much attention to, but then quickly gets into a very serious relationship, and then... They follow that. We'll see. But he is talking at the gym about going, so. So he'll be there. We know that. Yes. The next one writes, Hi, Stephanie and Jackie. First, I wanted to say how much I enjoy your show. Definitely one of the best Bachelor podcasts out there. Thank you. I have to agree, girl. Thanks. I've been waiting a long time to be able to actually submit a Bachelor encounter. 
while I live in San Diego and see many of them in the wild, Hannah and Dylan at dinner, Aaron and James at the gym, I've never been brave enough to go up to anyone and say hi. Luckily, my friend was brave enough this past weekend and she had an encounter with Ben Flanick, AKA Ben F, Bachelor season 16. She ran into him at a dive bar here in San Diego over Memorial Day weekend, where he apparently always goes to when he's in town. She said he was really cool and down to take a selfie, and then they talked about wine, because he was like a wine maker. She joked with him that her and her friends always say, what the Ben F, as in what the F, like yeah. what the Ben F. That's funny. But he didn't get the joke. Oh, how difficult is it to understand that what the Ben F means what the F? Yeah, I think though it, it depends on how you explain it to someone because when you say it like that, like, what the Ben F? I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. But if they're like, mm. oh, we always say you, like, what the Ben F? It could be confusing. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I don't know. Maybe he was drunk on wine. He's a winemaker. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, probably that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What the Ben F? Should we start saying that? Yeah. Okay. Instead of, like, what does it mean? <laughs> yeah. What the Ben F? It kind of doesn't roll off the tongue, you know? It doesn't roll off the tongue, and maybe that's why Ben had a problem with it. What the Ben F? What the... He's probably the also F? like, why are your friends talking about me? I am not relevant. Like, he was The Bachelor 15 years ago. Right. And so many people have, like, last initial F. It's like, why Ben F? Does he mean something special to this friend group? Because he was very, um... Well, Ben F was very, like, Ben F. So on Ashley's season, there was Ben F, and there was actually Ben C. And me and my friend used to say Ben C. Because she, when she would give right. out the roses, she'd, she'd say Ben C. And it just sounded like Ben C. Right. But when someone has a last initial, like Sean B, Lauren B, like, they, that last initial follows you for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, I mean, it will, so, he'll never not be Tyler C to me. Even exactly. though he's like exactly. the one and only Tyler Cameron. He's Tyler C. Hannah B. Like she was the bachelorette. And I'm still like, oh yeah, Hannah B. Hannah B. Yeah. Hannah B and Hannah so G. So what the Ben F? What the Ben F? I'm here for it. The next one. My bachelor encounter, maybe like a year ago, Sydney, aka Bachelor Live on Stage. Dancer. Lyrical dancer. Lyrical Sydney. dancer. Sydney followed me on Instagram. I didn't follow her, but do follow Bachelor contestants as well as a few Bachelor accounts. I thought it was odd, but she was dating her now fiance from Cincinnati, and that's where I'm from, even though I didn't know him. I followed her back because why not? And a few weeks later, I went to her profile and saw that she unfollowed me. My conspiracy theory is that she follows people who follow Bachelor accounts, so they follow her to increase her numbers. Uh, and then she unfollows them later, so it doesn't look like she's constantly following thousands of randos. I think that theory is probably accurate. accurate. Yeah, I think so, it's too. It's like not a bad strategy. For sure, because at first when but... she was like, oh, Sydney follows me, but like I don't know her. I'm like, what? Why? That's so random. Why? But smart. Because if you're just a normal person seeing, oh my God, Sydney from The Bachelor, from The Bachelor Live on stage, follows me, you're obviously going to follow back. Well, this it's is such, such an honor. An honor. I, I know, it's such an honor. Back. You're like, oh my God, I must return the favor. This is like what Chad was doing, though, too. We Following never know what Chad is doing. Like, well, we don't know what he's doing. That whole thing was so but... weird. Because he was messaging... Or following people who are private, which I we guess is fine. We don't know if this girl was private or not, yeah, though. Right. I mean, I think it's definitely a marketing strategy. Like, I, as She's All Batch, could easily go on other Bachelor pages and comment so that my comment is in mm -hmm. the comment section and other people see my name. I definitely know of people that do that strategically. So I could right. see her doing that. She's like, oh, you follow Bachelor people. I think it's funny that, like, she went back and checked and saw that she was no longer there. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably exactly what was happening here. Yeah. And you got to do what you got to do to get that follower number up. I mean, you do. They don't just pick anyone. I was like, bills. they don't just pick anyone for Bachelor Live on Stage Lyrical Dancer. 
seriously. That's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yes, in more ways than one. A few years ago, I saw Jeff Holm in a bar and I was totally fangirling and went up to him and said, hi, are you Jeff? He looked down and immediately said, no, I'm not Jeff. And I was so embarrassed and walked away. Turns out it was Jeff because later I see a bunch of people walk in and they start yelling, Jeff. And he's like, hey guys. And then I looked on Instagram and proved that it was him. After a few drinks, I got some courage and I went back over and said, so you are Jeff? And he said, yeah, I know I am. I tried to explain to him what had happened earlier in the night and he acted like he had absolutely no clue what I was talking about. He kept saying, my name is Jeff. That's my name. Why would I ever say otherwise? I was so confused that I ended up just walking away and completely giving up. Wait, this is wild. <laughs> also, like, to do something like that, I feel like is already insane enough. Like, when someone comes up to you and you're like, no, that's not my name. But then to, like, die on the hill of, like, no, I never said that. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Gaslight much. How are you going to say that you're not Jeff? And then two seconds later, someone's like, hey, Jeff. And he's like, over here, guys. <laughs> insane. Not doing a good job. I mean, I get, I guess, like, you know... If you have people coming up to you all the time and you, like, don't want to engage, just, like, be like, oh, yeah, no, that's not me. I just look like that person from The Bachelor, like, whatever. But then to, Mm -hmm. like, later on, when someone's like, wait, no, your name actually is Jeff. Why couldn't he just say, like, oh, sorry, yeah, I just, like, sometimes don't like the attention. I was in a weird mood. Instead, he's, like, literally gaslighting the shit out of this girl and just being like, (laughs) no, I never said that. You're an idiot. You're wrong. That's wild. Yeah, like, he made her feel like like an idiot twice. Like, in the first time, he's like, "That's I'm not Jeff. And then she felt stupid. And right. then when she came back, and she's like, so you are Jeff. And he's like, yeah, why would I ever say otherwise? Yeah, like, like I, I literally never girl. said I wasn't. That's, ins- that's like, <laughs> crazy behavior. I'm sorry. I mean, I think, let's try to see where his, why this happened. He probably was, like... It seems like his friends met him at the bar. Maybe mm-hmm. he was alone at the bar at first, and she went up to him, and she's like, are you Jeff? And he's like, look, I'm not really looking to, like, be swarmed yeah, that, by that people part right I now. Get. I get so I'm going to say, no, I'm not Jeff. Yeah. Then he meets up with his friends who are like, hey, Jeff. And he's like, over here, guys. And then now it's proven that he's Jeff. And now he has friends to kind of, like, ease the awkwardness. So he's like, yeah, I'm Jeff, like, obviously. I think if he would just explain, like... Yeah, I wasn't really in the mood to chat, so I just said I'm not Jeff. That would make more sense <laughs> than being of like, lying. you stupid girl, I never said that, <laughs> when he obviously did. Yeah. That's, sorry, that's a crazy behavior. Yeah, I'm not Jeff. <laughs> Maybe it was a fake Jeff. Maybe it was an imposter. And all of his friends call him Jeff? Maybe. Maybe he's really committing to the character. Of an imposter Maybe Jeff. he is not actually Jeff, but he gets told a lot he looks like Jeff, so his friends start calling him Jeff. That's probably what happened. And that's where the confusion happened, that everything checks out now. But he then said to but the he's girl, not his Jeff. name is Jeff. Why would he say not? <laughs> okay. He said, my name's not Jeff originally. That's true. Later, his friends start calling him Jeff as a joke, so then she says, your name is Jeff. And he says, yeah, because that's what the joke was. Get it? Yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) All of it makes no sense. It's just like a crazy interaction. It's really hard to defend Jeff, real or fake Jeff. I don't know which one it is, but I don't know what happened here. But hopefully this girl has gone to therapy over this gaslighting situation. (laughs) Gaslighting incident. (laughs) Oh, man. And I feel like, speaking of gaslighting, I feel like it has been a conversation in Bachelor Nation of like, what is gaslighting? What's not gaslighting? Like, don't throw around that term if it's not actually that. This is literally textbook gaslighting. When you like lie, know it's a lie, and then deliberately say to the person, no, I never said that. Yeah. So this is what gaslighting is actually, people. 
Just letting everyone know. Hi guys, one last Jackie from the future. I just think this needs to be said. Obviously with all of these Bachelor encounters, this is just one person's perspective of a situation that maybe or maybe didn't happen. We're not actually accusing Jeff of being a gaslighter. This is all in good fun. It's all jokes. So please take this all with a grain of salt and don't come for us in the comments. This person writes, my roommate saw Matt and Rachel. Our favorite uh, our couple. couple. <laughs> My roommate saw Matt and Rachel on Valentine's Day 2022 at Catch Steakhouse. Her and her boyfriend were lost, so Matt helped them find the restaurant, which is absolutely shocking to me given our other Bachelor encounters about <laughs> Matt. She said that they were both so stunning in person. Rachel was dressed casually in sweatshirts and leggings. My roommate said Rachel is so stunning she could literally wear anything and be the most beautiful person there. Aww. That's not surprising. She's like unreal. The weird thing to me though is like Catch Steak is like a nice restaurant. And if she's wearing sweatpants there, that's weird. But I guess when you look like Rachel, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. You know? I will say I think a thing that I think is a beautiful flex is going to like a nice fancy restaurant and looking like shit in like a, oh, I am an influencer person who's gonna spend a lot of money here. So it doesn't matter if I'm literally wearing no clothes, you're not gonna like turn me away from this restaurant. You know what I mean? She doesn't even have to spend a lot. I'm sure she takes a picture of the fucking salad. And it's, and and it's all it for free. free. Yeah. No, I know. Just like treating um, okay. fancy restaurants casually, I feel like is such a flex. Like I didn't dress up for this. I'm sweaty from the gym. And now here I oh, am yeah, for like my two hundred dollar dinner. Yeah. I wear diamonds for breakfast. Yeah. That's a quote from a Heidi Montag song. <laughs> Beautiful. A Heidi Montag song. I did not know she had a short-lived music career. Are you serious? I forgot. Yeah. I guess now that you say that, it like sounds right. Did she only have one song? No, she had multiple songs. Well, a whole we're album? not getting into that. A whole Heidi album? Okay. She has a whole album. Yeah. I mean, they weren't necessarily like billboard right. hits. Of course. But, you know, memorable to me. Okay. Next one. Bachelor encounter alert. First off, love the pod. Keep doing the Lord's work. We will. I just had a bachelor encounter with Mike Garofolo over the weekend. Wait, we were both in South. Isn't that my your friend? friend? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> no, I sent this to my future brother-in-law. Okay. I'm like, oh, we have a bachelor encounter about Mike. That's so funny. Um, we were both in Indiana for our class year reunions, his 20th at Notre Dame and my 5th at St. Mary's. We were staying at the same hotel and I first saw him in the lobby ordering a drink and I did a double take. I immediately took to his Insta to confirm it was him. Once confirming it was him, I was on the lookout for him and happened to run into him later that night before going out. My friend and I asked for a photo and he was so nice. The next afternoon, a friend and myself were in the lobby again and he saw us, remembered us, asked about our nights, etc. He was so, so nice and approachable. Nothing but a great experience. I'm not shy about asking for celebrity photos, so proof is attached. And she shared a photo. Aww. Okay. Fun fact that you guys know, I know Mike. Um... But I've only actually met him, I think, one time. He came into my office because I used to work for an entertainment magazine, and we interviewed him, and I was literally in shock at how beautiful he was in person. One of the best-looking people I've ever seen in person oh my God. in my life. Wow. I was, like, struck by, like, his beauty. <laughs> wow, I want to have that experience and see for myself. It was like like an Andy Dorfman experience, like that yeah, girl last yeah, week yeah. who said when she saw Andy Dorfman, like you know, angels the wind flew down was, yeah. from the sky and and there was music playing out of nowhere. Right. Exactly, yeah. that's how I felt when I first saw Mike Garofalo. But that was oh. the only time, and then I'm going to see him at the wedding, which is at the end of June. So I'll keep you posted. Yes, and he's if, going you know, with Olivia Caridi. What you're going to have a great yeah. bachelor encounter about that wedding. Yeah, guys, that's coming at the end of June. So, so you better keep listening. Stay tuned. Yeah. Those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and we may read about it next week. 
All right, guys, we have Elise Delbaum. You know her from Colton season of The Bachelor. Elise, thank you so much for coming on She's All Batch. Thank you so much for having me. We are excited to chat with you. So like I said, you were on Colton season, but Blake was actually almost the bachelor of that season, which he he's come on the show. He's talked about how he signed a contract and everything. So who, and Blake is now your roommate. Who did you want the bachelor to be that season? Anyone but Blake. Really? <laughs> Why? Why didn't you want it to be Blake? Um, and I feel so terrible saying this now because, um, you know, we're obviously good friends and roommates, but I just didn't think that we were on like the same emotional level. Um, I just had this distinct memory of him talking about a breakup and like laying in bed for weeks and all of that. And while everyone handles breakups differently, I was like, ooh, I've had perhaps a little bit more life experience in that department okay. where I know what I want. If you're not it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. I just kind of thought maybe it was a bit of a mama's boy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, so not your thing. But so did you want it to be Colton? Um, Colton physically is probably if you were to go through like the backdrop of like who I've dated in the past, probably physically I would have picked him. Okay. Um, but I was more attracted to Jason's personality. So I was okay. hoping it was Jason, but was happy to look at Colton. <laughs> sure. So that, that works for me. So you self-eliminated that season. You have one of the most memorable breakups, I think, um, from the franchise. And I actually remember you vividly from the show. And I picked you as a top four, like in the beginning. Did you, did you, did you not feel that? Like, did you not think that you guys? Oh no, I was just thrilled to, um, after our one-on-one date I did, but up until that point, I was just thrilled to make it like through night one. Okay. (laughs) I I just, I was looking at, you know, there's the problem with self-comparison and as it was brought up so many times, I had just entered into my thirties and everyone on the season for the most part was, you know, 22, 23. And it's hard not to compare yourself physically mm-hmm. and looks wise um, to those around you. So I was just happy to stay as long as possible. Oh my God. And you were stunning and you looked stunning on the show well, as well. You. So please don't feel that <laughs> way. But who did you see as the front runner? Was there anyone that stuck out? Um, I Hannah G was in my limo night one. And I definitely thought like she's just so charismatic and sweet mm-hmm. and endearing. And she's like almost so pretty that you want her to be mean so that you have a reason not to like yeah, her. She's yet, Barbie. So yeah. I, and instead I was calling her elf because she reminds me of elf from the movie around the house. She's just the kindest individual. So I, wow. I thought she was going to go far. I was hoping that she would go far. Um, other than that, as the season progressed, I saw Cassie maybe, the week before I left as being a potential. Um, but in my mind, it was either Kaylin or Hannah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so like I said, you left, did producers, how did this come about? Like, was this something that you were discussing with producers? Like you weren't sure if you wanted to be there. I just rewatched the clip. So it's fresh in my mind. And you say to him, like, you, you don't, you know, you can't say that you want every single one on one day, but you do. You just didn't feel like you were going to get enough time with him in order to potentially get engaged. So how did that whole breakup come to be? Yeah. And I want to clarify, because I think people are like, well, why did she even join this show? You know, the timeline, but every connection you have with people is different. Some people you can get to a crazy level of intimacy right away. Mm -hmm. With Colton and I, it was kind of a slow burn. So I felt like I wasn't going to get 
to the point that I needed to, to even bring him home to meet my family because my family did not want anything to do with this show. They did not want me to even be on it. So I knew that even though I signed up for that, this experience to incorporate them, I needed it to be someone I could actually see like forming a relationship out of it. And I just didn't see that Colt and I were at that point. So yes, I did talk to producers when they could see me having some real struggles in Singapore. And then the first day in Thailand, we sat down and had a conversation and they're like, do you feel like it's your time? And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm good to go. And then I ate carbs and drank tequila, put on a white dress. So yeah, the dress, the, the dress that got a lot of attention. Um, people said it looked like a wedding dress and you had your hair all beautiful. So did, were you told to dress up? What was the thought oh, process? No, that was all me. I told the producers, <laughs> I said, if I'm going out, I'm going to go out feeling confident. Yeah. Um, we were in Thailand, which is high humidity for a girl with curly hair. So my hair needed to be up. And two, uh, that dress, you can't really see it in the lighting of how the show's, you know, lit, but it was quite see-through. So I was trying to have like a little sexy moment, sexy (laughs) moment. Like we've all been dumped before and we're just sitting there like tears and just a mess. So I thought at least I'll feel confident like walking in. Yeah. And I pulled it off in my opinion, (laughs) but other people thought I was leaving in a wedding gown. Well, I mean, I think you did a good job showing him what he was missing. I mean, that was the whole point. (laughs) Were you looking for him to say like, okay, Elise, like I'll leave with you? No, I had gotten, I mean, I'd given out the rest of my dresses to the girls to borrow. I was packed. Like there was nothing he could have said in that moment. Um, Where all the tears and regret came from is I felt like Colton and I at the very least had formed a friendship and like a trust with each other. Um, and so I felt like I was blindsiding someone and could potentially shake his ego for the rest of the time there. And that was what was really upsetting to me. Okay. Okay. So who did you lend your dresses to? I'm just curious. I think I gave, um, all my eyelashes went to Sydney. I think a couple of dresses went to Tasha. I'm not sure if she ever wore them. I kind of stopped watching. <laughs> um, but they were divvied out accordingly. That's so funny. So you were like, I am done. I'm not coming back. So you leave the show. So when in real time, do you find out about the Cassie thing that he jumped the fence, was going to end the show? Like that was a really dramatic ending for you to not be there to know what's going on. Like, did anyone text you and keep you in the loop? As much as we're not supposed to have a group chat, every season does. Yeah. Um, so we would know when someone came home because they'd be added to the group chat. Okay. Um, and then Kaylin and I were discussing pretty heavily, like, and speculating what could be going on because her and Cassie got so close during the season. So she didn't know though? She didn't know for quite a while. Cassie's a very good secret keeper. Wait. Like Kaylin left before all of that really happened. Right. But I would assume that like once Cassie was home, she would tell Kaylin. I'm sure at some point she did, but for a while it was very much a welcome secret. Okay. Um, so since then, obviously Colton has come out. How did you react to the news? Did you, were you surprised? Did you see that coming? Um, there was whispers about that potentially happening. Um, so as much as I support Colton in his journey and being honest about, um, you know, coming out as a gay man, I think that's wonderful, Yeah. but it is hard for me as someone that has gone through, um, a domestic abuse with stalking situation, um, to be empathetic for some of the choices he made on that journey. 
obviously referring to Cassie. Correct. There was a restraining order filed that has since been dropped. And that's such a personal journey to go through. Um, so I reached out to her. It was, it's just, I, like I said, I can support Colton and I'm happy that he's found his happiness, mm-hmm. but he said it as well that there were some regretful choices made along the way to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I still, it's still not clear to me if she even, aside from um, stalking and everything that went on in their end of their relationship, it's still not clear if she even knew about his sexuality prior to him going on Good Morning America. Um, And I wouldn't even be able to speak to that. I think that what she said publicly is that she found out when the rest of us did. So that would Um, be Good Morning America. Yeah. What a, what a way to wake up that morning. That is... (laughs) That's just mind blowing, especially after everything she's been through for it to that to be the ending is just, yeah, but she seems to be in a really good place. Are you guys still friends? We are friendly. I'm in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. So I love Cassie. I just missed her at Stagecoach. Apparently I was in the restroom and we walked right oh, past no. each other. So unfortunately I didn't get to see her, but um, I'm just, I'm rooting for her happiness. She has certainly been through a lot. Yeah, this experience. Exactly. Um, so we touched on Blake, you and Blake are great friends, you're roommates. When you guys first decided to live together, people thought there was something romantic going on. So obviously we know now that's not the case, but clear the air. There was never anything romantic with you and Blake. No. In fact, I used to give Blake so much grief. Uh, we became friends when I reached out to him after his time on paradise. I was just worried about his headspace. Um, and we, ended up um doing the bachelor live on stage together the first one i think it was even on valentine's day so that probably added fuel to the rumors okay but nope never blake and i are just friends always have been um he probably gets more grief for me than he likes but someone's got to keep him on his toes and i guess that's my job (laughs) yeah so you're not dating blake because blake has a love interest so he was on the show, like I said, in like December, January, the rumors about Giannina were out, but he obviously couldn't confirm. Now it's been announced that Blake is on, um, that MTV party competition show and he's been spotted with her holding hands. Can you comment on that status or is he still playing coy? Or if you want to grab him and have him make the comment himself. He's on a hike with the dogs right now, actually. Oh, man. (laughs) But I would normally just pull him in. I um, think that we have such a great friendship because I am a great keeper of secrets. So whoever he's with, I hope that they're very happy. Okay. But it's not me. (laughs) It's not you. That's we, We can confirm it's not you. And we're not confirming it's Giannina, even though... I'll go ahead and just, I'll say it. Okay. You say say it, but I'm either here nor there on any of this topic. (laughs) Have you watched Love is Blind? Yes. What did you think of Giannina? I actually thought she was a riot. Um, But from what I've heard from the show, it will be a very different depiction of all of the characters because they are coming from different shows, whether it's a love Mm -hmm. interest show like Blake and um, Giannina were on or from like some of the UK shows. Mm -hmm. So I think it will be a different side of Blake and maybe we'll see some love. Maybe we won't. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm actually really excited. I mean, I'm watching for Blake. I'm really excited. I'm a huge supporter of him. He was so kind to us and my co-host is, um, on a work trip. That's why she's not here with me right now. But uh, 
we're just big supporters of him. And he's been really vocal recently about how this show was such a different experience for him versus The Bachelor, where he's felt very manipulated. Did you ever have like similar feelings towards the show? Because he's very open about how he felt. Yes and no. So I got, I guess, quote unquote, a good edit, right? Mm -hmm. They could have showed some real dark moments of mine. I had a whole breakdown in Singapore. I was not being kind to production. I was just over it at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, And they chose not to show that. I felt protected in that moment because it wouldn't have, we all have our low points, right? Yeah. What I felt, how things were portrayed with Blake uh, was very disheartening. Yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. Of course, there's two sides of every story. Did he make some mistakes as a single man going into paradise, hooking up with multiple people? Yeah, he's an idiot for that. Um, But portraying it in a way where he was trying to keep people silenced and all of that, that, that comes with connotations that I don't think were fair to him. So I didn't have the same experience, but I can definitely, and I think anyone that goes on a reality TV show to some degree can empathize with starting to question yourself and your sanity because you have people kind of in your ear telling you this is the best person on the planet if you're on The Bachelor and you're like, well, is he or or do I even like this person? Um, Or to more serious stuff like what happened with Blake. Right. And as he said, when he was on our show, the villainous actions he portrayed weren't even on the show. It was hearsay of what people were saying. And he didn't even say it. It was other people having confessionals of, oh, this happened with Blake. So it's like really unfair that he didn't even get to be a part of his own narrative. Other people did. And I know recently um, Blake made some headlines because he had said that people who run bachelor podcasts shouldn't be on the show. And I was in full defense of Blake's Mm -hmm. comments. Um, How do you feel about that? Because I mean, people were like, Oh, um, I wouldn't take advice from Blake on paradise. I'm like, that's the first person I would go to. I feel like he could write the book. Yeah. He definitely fell from grace in a, a huge way. Um, being kind of the golden boy and then going into paradise and, and having that experience. But I, I mean, I have to back him up. I think, and was what we had our little coffee talk about was when Natasha fired back and I don't know her personally, so I can't totally speak to her, but right. my interpretation of it was that maybe she felt like, wait a minute, I was on the show. I had all these bad things said about me but wasn't really hearing that Blake wasn't singling her out or trying to like invalidate her experience. It was more just, of course, of course, of course, the people that they have on their payroll, whether it's a podcast or bachelor life on stage, whatever, um, if they do something silly and maybe would shed them in a bad light, it's not really in their best interest to share that with the world. Yeah. I think it's just as simple as that. I don't think it was a personal attack on Natasha, but I can definitely understand why she was like, well, wait, I looked back on my experience and I did not have a good time. And we all felt for Natasha when Brandon was saying those things about her um, behind her back, but it doesn't take away that she still had an opportunity to stay longer than maybe another cast member would have gotten in a similar situation. They want who they want. They're going to do what they need to keep the people they want on the show. Um, like, like Blake had said, she got, she got a rose out of thin air. They just made one up. 
I don't know if they're going to do that for just anyone. I, I would doubt it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not there. And honestly, production has changed massively since my time on the show. Mm-hmm. So I can't even like speak to it because some of like the head producers and stuff are not, uh, no longer there. Yeah. I've heard was. that. And it's, and it's taken a, a turn. Um, so they are actually starting to shoot Bachelor in Paradise right now. Uh, I know that you were recently asked this on your, uh, you were doing an Ask Me Anything on Instagram. Um, definitely check out Elise on Instagram. But have they ever tried to get you to come back to the show? Have they reached out for Paradise and would you do it? Um, the the season right after mine of Paradise, um, we had discussions about it, pretty lengthy discussions. I think they were surprised that I was even open to the idea um, just because I was, they knew I was really done with that experience when I went home. Um, but we discussed it. I got everything ready. And then we had a very frank conversation at that point. At, as, as far as filming went, they didn't think that I would have enough time to make a connection that it would be worth my time. So thankfully, I did not go down and, you know, have the last date, which is always kind of pointless. Well, they're just setting you up for failure if you're the right. last date. Like that person always, you know, just ends up going home. Exactly. But, um, as far as this year, no, I was not reached out to. They have so many contestants to go yeah. through, especially after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am not remotely surprised by that. My and you're time, not interested though. Um, would I have gone this year? Yes. Oh. Which surprises even me to say. Um, but for a while I was kind of just I mean, as most of us were struggling my way through the pandemic and navigating that. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that I'm in Denver, I'm feeling much more back to life as usual. I am open to dating. So I thought, well, I could do it on a beach. Who would you want? Is there anyone that you would have wanted to meet? Um, I haven't watched the past few seasons closely. And I think that's why I was more open to wanting to do it because I would go down and create my own narrative around these people and not be, I mean, that's the way to do it too. Like you're not going to have something like in the back of your head. Ooh, maybe producers will see this episode. Oh, I think it's a little late in the game. (laughs) Well, I mean, so they're just starting now. You still got a few weeks. I, I think, I think I'll sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Maybe next year, if you're still interested, but tell us about your life today. Like what, what do you have going on? You're living well, with have, Blake. I'm not living dating. with Blake, not dating. Um, <laughs> well, not dating him. Hopefully right. I'll be putting, uh, putting the feelers out for these men vermin as it's called. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I have some pretty exciting news. I'm taking a huge leap Um, through the pandemic. I really lost a lot of momentum in the makeup artistry space just because everything was canceled. Right. Um, So it left me with a lot of time to kind of think of what's next. And I have a true passion for true crime. So I've teamed up with a girl from Denver and we are launching a true crime podcast. Yes. Very much bachelor removed, but something that I'm excited. I'm sweating while I'm talking about it now because I have put a ton of work and research into this. I love it. And I'm really, really excited, even though it's a huge departure from what people would maybe expect or know me as. Yeah, but there's going to be so many people that also have that interest and will follow you there. What is the name and when does it come out? Um, it's going to be out at the end of the month. We're going to be slowly releasing little clips here and there as we go. Um, and it is called a case of the Sunday scaries and we will have an episode out every Sunday. 
oh my God, and it can help you with your own Sunday scaries to like, you know, yes. not think about your own stress. And, and we're going to distract you from your weekend woes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this. Oh, that should be the tagline. <laughs> you do it, write it down. We could brainstorm live. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. I'm definitely guys go check out this podcast. I'm going to be looking for it. I'm assuming it's going to be released everywhere. Apple, Spotify. On all platforms. Yep. Um, we are doing this completely independent of um, any podcast hosting place right now. So we are going to just take charge and, and, and see where it goes. You can do it. It's, Thank it can you. be done. I'm so excited. We'll be rooting for you and listening. Um, I will. So end of the month, I'll keep an eye out for it and I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much. The first episode is going to be quite a doozy. It's, um, something I haven't shared publicly, but my, the case that got me very invested in true crime, which I'll just put this little teaser out. It's a lot closer to home than I think people will have heard about or know about. Oh, <laughs> dun, dun, I don't know dun. how to feel about that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, great. Well, we will all go check that out. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Of course. Thank you. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please be sure to rate us five stars on Apple or Spotify or anywhere you're listening from and write us a nice review. It'll be so kind of you. Yes, and make sure you subscribe so that you do not miss any future episodes. I don't know if you said that already, but I'm just reiterating it. Speaking of subscribe, also subscribe on YouTube. We are on YouTube. I'm making these awesome, adorable clips for you guys. So go to She's All About YouTube, go watch all the clips, and go subscribe. We released Blake Horseman's full 51-minute interview. You can watch him. He's so precious and adorable. Please go subscribe. It helps us so, so much, and the more you subscribe, the more content I will be able to release. Yes, so. Stephanie has been pumping out the content, so I don't think you guys want to miss any little clips. So definitely subscribe. Also, guys, FOTSFest, July 16th. It's going to be the best day of your and our <laughs> lives. Wow. <laughs> Setting the bar high. Stephanie and I are going to be at Audrey's Coffee Shop. We have talked so much about this coffee shop on the podcast, and now we need to see it in the flesh. So hopefully we will see you guys there, do a little meetup, and then at night we're going to be going out. So we'd love to grab a drink with you guys around the area that Audrey's is in. It's in Rhode Island. So that little area. Shout out of the week. I have two different shout outs. We haven't done shout out of the week in a little bit. I want to shout out Justina. She is so sweet. She is from Poland and she wrote oh and said, uh, just wanted to thank you for all the work and dedication that you girls are putting into preparing the podcast each week, which is so fucking nice that someone like acknowledges the fact that this is actually time, work, a effort, blood, work. sweat, tears. <laughs> yes. And it's not just Jackie and I turn on a recording and just talk. Like there's a lot that goes into it. She said, I have a one-year-old and listening to the pod is one of my guilty pleasures. I, I don't have any of them left these days. I am always waiting for Thursdays and start my mornings listening to you. Great investigative skills on the last episode, by the way. Keep up the good work. Greetings from Poland. Oh my like, gosh. Justina, we fucking love you. It's so crazy that we have someone listening from Poland. Yeah, that's amazing. And maybe FOTSFest 2 will be in Poland and we'll go visit Justina. Yes. I think that's a perfect place for Fest too. Then we have Jessica. Jessica and her coworker talk about She's Love Batch all the time. She said, in between meetings, my coworker and I teams about all the great gossip and stories you share as we listen to your pod. I was laughing out loud today. Good thing I was working from home. You're my favorite Bachelor podcast. Okay. So thank you, Jessica. Tell your coworker we said hi. 
and go subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're really pushing the YouTube. Stephanie's working so hard on it. Thanks, so Jackie. it really does um, help us a lot if you will subscribe and make sure you follow us. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch on all platforms. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore on all platforms. And is there anything else that you want to share, Stephanie? Um, just go subscribe on YouTube. I don't think I've said that yeah, yet. Yeah, in case we like haven't mentioned it anytime recently. Oh, I really will. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were going to be like, oh, and also subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> Also, check out our sponsor for this week. Check out everlywell.com slash she's all batch to get 20% off your at-home lab test. I actually just got the food sensitivity one sent to me literally today, right before we recorded oh, awesome. this. So I'm really excited to take it and I'll let you guys know. I took the metabolism one before. Now I'm going to take the food sensitivity one. I think that's a really interesting one. I'm really curious what it's going to come back with. So I will let you know. Oh, I'm excited. Let me know. It's so cool to like learn what's going on Especially with like with food sensitivity stuff because it's like I don't think I'm allergic to anything. I'm not going to go to a, a whole allergist and spend all this time and money doing that. But it's nice to know if there's something that might give me a little like irritation or just like some sensitivity, if you will. Totally. We are here for everlylaw.com. Go check them out. Use code batch. Enjoy, and we will see you next week. Is that it? Bye, bitches. <laughs>